0: Welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friend. I hope your week is going very, very well. In this episode, I'm giving you my top tips for how to succeed on a gut healing protocol. I've worked with hundreds of clients over the years and done all sorts of different healing protocols. Of course, lots of different gut healing protocols, hormone balancing detoxes, parasite and candida protocols, basically, things that involve some sort of dietary shifts lifestyle changes, and supplement protocols as well. And I know, having been there myself, having guided so many clients through this, just how challenging it can be. Whether you're about to start a gut healing protocol or some other healing protocol, or even just make some diet and lifestyle shifts, this episode is for you. But before we get into it, I want to let you know quickly about the mastermind. And this is the last time I'm going to be sharing about the mastermind here on the podcast for now, because the doors are about to close. Two of the key factors for success with gut healing is having a protocol that is completely personalized to you and your needs. And having a community around you to help keep you motivated and feeling supported as you navigate the gut healing process. I've heard from so many people over the years just how lonely a gut healing journey can be. And that's exactly why I created this program. So we can actually make this process fun and enjoyable and something that we do together instead of something that can feel really isolating and lonely. So as I'm recording this on Tuesday, we currently have three spots left in the program and the doors close at 6 p.m. on Friday, the 4th of August. So if this sounds exciting to you and you're ready to take the next step on your gut healing journey and do it in a supportive community, head to frandargaville.com forward slash mastermind or the link in my Instagram bio to get all the info and save your spot. Okay, let's get back to how to get set up for success in your gut healing protocol. We're going to start with some of the mindset shifts that will help you succeed, and then we'll get into some of the more practical strategies. First up, something that is really important to remember throughout your protocol is that this is temporary. It can feel like your whole world is turned upside down when you first start a healing protocol. You're making dietary shifts, taking some supplements, making lifestyle changes, And all of this, it can feel like a lot. But it's really important to remember that this isn't forever. You're committing to making changes for a period of time to help you heal or get a certain result. Think about this. If you're constantly struggling with gut symptoms every day, or you've just been exhausted for the past few years or maybe even decades, wouldn't it be worth investing just a few months of your life into helping get you to a place where you can enjoy all your favorite foods again and just feel good every day? I personally think it would be. So, a question for you. Where will you be in one year's time if you don't make any changes, if you don't commit to the process? Have a think about that now. And what if you do decide to commit and make these changes and really go all in on the healing process? Where will you be in one year's time then? Probably a pretty big difference, right? So see it as an investment. In the short term, it might be challenging. You might be a bit uncomfortable at times. But in the long term, you're going to be so glad you did this protocol for yourself. Number two, the more committed you are, the better your results. Your commitment when you're on a healing journey really matters. Now, I'm not going to say you have to be perfect because to be honest, you don't. In my experience, pretty much everyone slips up at least once during a protocol and often a few times, and that's usually just fine. It's not going to mess up your results. But... If you just dip your toes in, forget to take your supplements all the time and don't really put in a lot of effort with your food, don't be surprised if you don't get amazing results. As we spoke about before, your protocol is just for a short period of time. If you commit, it means you're giving yourself the best chance possible of healing and getting the results you're after. And I know, I trust that you can do this. Number three is to focus on what you can have and not what you can't. The first thing so many people do when they get a healing protocol is look at everything they have to give up. It might be gluten or alcohol or processed foods or something else. Whatever protocol you're on, I can guarantee there are awesome foods that you can have. And yes, Maybe you have to give up alcohol or pizza for a few months, but imagine how incredible you're going to feel in just a few months time. A positive attitude gets you a really long way on a healing journey. I honestly think my optimism played a huge part in helping me overcome my chronic fatigue and gut issues. I just knew I would get better and I believed it would happen. So I showed up every day and took the actions that would get me there. There will be times where you might feel like you're missing out. Just observe your thoughts, focus on gratitude, focus on what you can have and stick with it. And remember, it's temporary. And remember why you're doing this as well. Now let's get into some of the more practical steps to help you succeed on a gut healing protocol. Communicate with the people around you and get them on board. Something that can be a huge challenge for my clients when doing a healing protocol is partners, family members or friends. Sometimes they don't understand why you're doing what you're doing and they might literally not understand the nuts and bolts of your protocol. So, for example, they might not understand which foods contain gluten and which don't. They might also say things like, oh, just a little bit of gluten is okay, or a little bit of alcohol or a little bit of bread, whatever it is. And it might feel like they're trying to sabotage you. Some people can also just feel a bit uncomfortable when you start taking your health seriously. And that can be because it's something that they wish they could do for themselves, but they just don't have the motivation. So with all of that being said, with anyone in your household or who you'll be sharing meals with, sit down and explain what you're doing and why it's important to you. And that's really key there, that why it's important to you, because if you just say what you're doing, that's usually not enough to get people on board. So that key piece of information in terms of why you're doing it, perhaps even what you've been struggling with and how you've been feeling can really make all the difference there. If you're going to dinner at someone's house or someone else will be cooking for you, you'll need to explain any dietary requirements so they understand. And if that's a bit complicated, you can always offer to bring your own food, maybe something that everyone can enjoy or just eat beforehand, that's absolutely fine as well. The next step is to get organized. Take some time to think about what's actually involved in your protocol. Do you have any specific dietary recommendations? Will you be taking supplements? Do you need to drink more water or make time to move your body every day? What do you need to put in place to make these things actually happen? If you're busy, as I know many of us are, I highly recommend planning and prepping your meals. It is so much easier to make a good food choice if you have your nutrient-dense meals in the fridge or freezer ready to go, and it'll help prevent you from relying on ubis. If you haven't meal prepped before, here's how I suggest getting started. You can sit down on a Saturday morning with a cup of tea or coffee and plan for the following week. You can then go grocery shopping on the Saturday and prep your meals on the Sunday. You might prep for the whole week or just do a few days at a time. Sunday and Wednesday meal prep works really well for most people with a Monday to Friday, nine to five regular kind of schedule. And experiment with the meal prep process and see what works for you. Supplements can be another tricky one for a lot of people. It might feel a little bit over the top, but I highly recommend getting some pill organizers. You can find this in a chemist or on Amazon And then you can use these to lay out and organize your supplements for the week ahead. It's so much easier than lugging around all of your supplement bottles and having to remember how much of everything you need to take and when. If you work from home and you spend a lot of time around the house, it's also really easy to just grab a permanent marker and write on the lid how much you need to take and when. So it might be 2, 2 a.m. p.m. or something like that to just jog your memory every day. You might like to set a reminder in your phone when it's time to take your supplements, at least until you get into the habit of taking them regularly. All of this might sound like a lot, but taking the time to get organized will mean that you're doing all the things you need to do. And eventually you'll be doing it on autopilot. And that's really going to help you get epic results from your protocol. Number six is to find healthy swaps for your favorites and have fun in the kitchen. I personally absolutely love food, and because of that, I think it's really important that we don't force ourselves to eat super bland food when we're doing something like a healing protocol, because if you do, it's likely that you're not going to stick with this way of eating for long. But would you believe me if I said you can still eat all of your favorite foods during your healing protocol? I'm going to guess not. So I'm not just saying that you can go out and eat Uber Eats every night. But I can guarantee you that you can find healthy swaps for pretty much anything these days. I've found the most awesome recipes online. So what you can do is just Google your favourite food. So for example, if you're on the autoimmune protocol, you might Google pizza and autoimmune protocol. Or if you're on low FODMAP or the SIBO diet, you know, low FODMAP and pizza all lasagna. Yeah. And you'll most likely find a bunch of options because there's all these amazing people that have created incredible recipes around these dietary requirements. I've made healthy lasagnas and healthy pizzas and desserts. And honestly, it really helps make the whole experience a lot more enjoyable and you won't feel like you're missing out. This is also really helpful if you have a celebration of some sort during your protocol. I've had the most incredible gluten-free, dairy-free, whole foods, cakes and desserts. So you can definitely incorporate delicious things like this. And my wedding cake actually was also gluten-free, dairy-free. I think there were some other dietary requirements in there as well, because I wanted to make sure that everyone there was able to enjoy the cake. And you might even find healthy pre-made swaps that work with your protocol like quality gluten-free bread or pasta if you're gluten-free or coconut yogurt if you're dairy-free and that sort of thing. And these things can just make your life a little bit easier because, you know, they're really convenient to, you know, throw together a meal or snack. Just have fun with it. Have fun in the kitchen. Experiment with cooking some things and have fun browsing the aisle of your local health food shop as well. Number seven is to find cafes or restaurants that will cater to your needs. If you pretty much eat all of your meals at home, then this is not likely to be something you're thinking about, but I know a lot of people like to go out to dinner, like to go out for brunches on the weekends, so I think it's important that we chat about that here. Cafes and restaurants are usually really happy to cater to dietary requirements, You can always have a look online before you head somewhere and call a restaurant ahead to check that they have options for you. These days, there are so many Whole Foods cafes and restaurants that have loads of options with dietary requirements on the menu that can make it really, really easy. If you're not going to a Whole Foods restaurant or cafe, most menus have some form of protein or veg like fish or steak with salad or veggies. It may not be the exact thing that you want to order, but you still get to have the experience of dining out and just enjoy it. Remember, this isn't forever. At a cafe, I find it really easy to just order from the sides menu as well. So you could just order a protein, a fat and some veggies like eggs, avocado and mushrooms or bacon, tomatoes and spinach. And if you're going somewhere with friends or family, you can just let them know that you're on this healing protocol and also offer to help choose somewhere that's going to fit in and work for you. Number eight, don't rely on motivation to see you through the protocol. Now, your protocol may be four weeks or 12 weeks. It could be longer or shorter than that. It doesn't really matter. Regardless of how long your protocol is, The reality is that you're not going to wake up super motivated every single day. If you rely on motivation alone, you are most definitely going to end up falling off the wagon. Instead, rely on discipline, commitment, and just stick with it. Every day when you wake up, remember why you're doing this. And think about how you're going to feel at the end of the protocol. And if you're struggling with motivation, reach out to someone, a friend, your partner, a family member, or your practitioner. Sometimes just chatting things through can really help to get you back on track. And again, this is one of the key reasons that I created the mastermind, because I know how much easier it is having people around you who get it and having somewhere to reach out when you need a little support and a boost of motivation. And finally, number nine. We want to think about timing, but realize that there is no perfect time. Now, pretty much every time I've done a protocol, there's been some sort of major event on, like a friend's wedding, a holiday, or something like that. And same goes for many of my clients. They often have a big trip planned overseas or a really busy period of work coming up. And obviously, that's not ideal. But here's the thing. There is no perfect time and there is never going to be a perfect time. If you're waiting for the perfect time to get started on your protocol, it's never going to happen. So of course, if it's your own wedding or you're going on a one month hike carrying all of your supplies, it may genuinely not be the right time for you. And it's, it's totally fine to be realistic about that. But if it's just... The usual life things that you're allowing to get in your way, then maybe now is the best time for you to get started after all. If you're working with a practitioner, you can always discuss this with them to help you navigate anything coming up so that you can get the most out of the protocol and still do the things coming up on your calendar and enjoy them. Now let's recap on those nine key steps to help set you up for success on your gut healing protocol. Number one, Remember that this isn't forever. There might be some temporary discomfort here, but it's for a purpose and it's going to help get you the results that you're after. So just stick with it and remember, this is temporary. Number two, the more committed you are, the better your results. Pretty much everyone slips up at some point. Don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up. This isn't going to completely derail you, but being committed, taking your supplements, making those dietary shifts and sticking with it the best you can is going to get you the best outcomes possible. Number three, focus on what you can have, not what you can't. As I share with you, there are plenty of awesome foods that you are still able to enjoy regardless of what dietary approach you're on. So seek them out, have a bit of fun with it and do your best to keep a positive attitude. Number four, Get the people around you on board. This is super important to help you feel supported. And so you don't feel like anyone is going to sabotage you or derail your progress. Number five, get organized and meal plan and prep. So we want to organize your supplements and organize your food as well so that you can wake up each day, eat your meals, take your supplements on autopilot. And this is where that discipline comes in. And you can just rely on discipline to get you through Instead of relying on motivation. Number six, find healthy swaps for your favorite foods and have fun in the kitchen. As I've shared, there are plenty of awesome recipes out there. There's still going to be some sort of treats, some of your favorite foods, perhaps in a little bit of a different version that you can enjoy. So you don't feel like you're deprived or missing out. Number seven, find cafes or restaurants that will cater to your needs. Number eight, don't rely on motivation to see you through. Number eight, don't rely on motivation to see you through. Instead, we want to have systems in place, things like meal prep, organizing those supplements so that you can just wake up, live your life on autopilot, and you don't have to be stressing out on those days where you feel unmotivated because it's going to happen. And number nine, time it right, but realize that there is no perfect time. You definitely want to think about timing and what's going to work for you, but just realize that. It's never going to feel like the right time. It's never going to feel like the perfect time. So you've just got to decide, pick a date, make it happen, get started. Now, if you're about to embark on a healing journey, I know it isn't easy, but I just want to let you know that you've got this. It is so worthwhile and you'll be so glad that you made this commitment to your health and yourself. Before I wrap up, a quick reminder, doors are closing to the Mastermind. Go check it out. Save your spot. You can find all the details at frandargaville.com forward slash mastermind or the link in my Instagram bio. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to FranDargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at Fran And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.